Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, January, stick a fork in it. Isn't that awful? That's the way I feel about time now. I mean, I'm. that's another month down. Yes, another month. I'm still here. <laughs> another month. Cross it off. February, not usually a fun month. March, yeah. but then toward the end of March. So I'm just really excited. It's February 1, and it's a short month. Nobody says February, do they? February. February. So um, here we are. It's a beautiful day here in uh, Pittsburgh, PA, because of the snowstorm. Snow is so beautiful. Don't like to shovel it. Don't necessarily like to drive in it. But, man, is it fun to play in. All you got to do is look at dogs and kids in snow to know that it's a good thing. All right, um, I'm avoiding the uh, inevitable, which is, uh, I really need to talk about something that I feel is, I don't know, not getting adequate enough attention. And I that might be incorrect, but, you know, the joy we felt when Biden won the election, the joy we felt upon his inauguration, even though it was done in a Washington that looked like an armed camp, I think must be, you're unmuting now? Wait a minute, wait a minute, I wasn't on? Excuse me. Am I just starting now? Oh, ah, I got sorry, Amy. That's <laughs> you know what, guys, I promise you this. We are going to have like a clean open maybe sometime in the next in February. Let's just say that. OK. All right. So where was I? Oh, yeah. And we were feeling pretty good about things. Hope. Sprung a turn lighted party are BS. BS. That party is extraordinarily united. The indications are right there for anybody to see. It is quite clear the Republican Party belongs to. Donald Trump. Absolutely owns it. So that a Kevin McCarthy who actually suggested that maybe Trump had something to do with the insurrection and the deaths that occurred. Whoa. Did his fellow Republicans rally around him? No. It took one tweet from Trump, or not a tweet. I don't know how he's managing to get the word out these days, uh, that he was coming after McCarthy. And McCarthy, of course, runs right down to Mar-a-Lago and, uh, and licks Trump's boots. Republicans who did vote for the second impeachment are being censured by state parties, are being primaried, every single one of them, are are essentially persona non grata in the party. Meanwhile, Congress people like 
Paul Gosar and Andy Biggs and Marjorie Taylor Greene are not subject to the same pressure, either from Republican voters or, frankly, Republican leadership in the House. So the only people in the aftermath of the attack on the Capitol, which if it had gotten just a little bit further would have led to the assassination of numerous members of Congress, make no mistake. That is something that the Republicans refuse to come to terms with, and in fact are openly siding with the folks who spread the lie that caused it. So here's what we got. We got a Republican Party that we know now is totally in the thrall of a man who does not value democracy. He yearns for authority. A man who destroyed a lot of people and a lot of people's trust in the institutions that have generally throughout America's history served it pretty well. A man who has done so much damage and the damage continues to be seen in that he has taken one of the two parties. That's really all we got. Our whole system is built around these two parties. He took one of the parties and made it into a party that does not value truth, the Constitution, or democracy. It values power. So, I'm looking at the future, and the future is closing in as I tick off each month. The future will come in next year, in 2022, with the midterm elections. And the Democrats now control the House in a razor-thin manner. So we could lose the House. Our control of the Senate is even more fragile, to say the least. We could lose the Senate. To an anti-democratic, and I mean that in every way, anti-democratic, antithetical now to what our country is supposed to be about. We could lose power to them. And they're working very hard to make sure that does in fact happen. State legislatures controlled by Republicans, mostly controlled by Republicans, are licking their chops now with the census results out so that they can gerrymander and jerry-rig their districts to ensure that Democrats will lose seats. I think anyone who lets down at all now in their passion to ensure that every Republican they can beat, they will beat. I forgot where that sentence started. And I worry, because Democrats are notorious for not showing up at midterm elections. I really worry.
So who represents the grand old party now? Do you know who I actually think is the person to watch? The nutcase. Call her a nutcase at your, yeah, she is a nutcase. So is Donald Trump. See how discounting him worked for us. She's a total nutcase. And she is priming herself to be the face, the young face of this new Republican Party. It's really an authoritarian, anti-democratic, proto-fascist party. But Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, by the way, Donald Trump loves, he actually has said she is a future Republican star. Believe him, tis true. The fact that all of these things she has said in the past calling for the execution of Democrats has not been censured by her own party. The fact that she was actually rewarded with a seat on the education committee, this woman on the education committee, she who actively worked to discount the Sandy Hook massacre of young children in their school, who said it was a false flag. She's perfect for this new Republican Party. Perfect. So she's on good terms with the head of the party, Donald Trump. Any Republican that you would have even an ounce of appreciation for most assuredly is not, and in fact is targeted, targeted to be primaried and knocked off in that way. But frankly, if I were one of them, I'd be worried about getting knocked off in another way. Because as Marjorie Taylor Greene would tell you, you ain't an American if you ain't carrying a weapon of mass destruction. State Democratic Party, state Republican parties doubling down in their support of Trump. Your Pennsylvania Republican Party sure as hell has. So the people who control, the party that controls our state legislature is made up of this new proto-fascist iteration of the Republican Party, the Trump Party. And if this bloody, terrifying siege on the U.S. Capitol in an effort to stop Joe Biden from being certified as the winner of the presidential election. If that did not make this party ask itself, where are we going? What do we stand for? Then nothing's going to. Anyone who thought that that might, just might, make them reconsider what they've been up to, now knows it didn't. And in fact, nothing will. So you've got the Arizona Republican State Party censuring the Republican governor of Arizona. You know what for specifically? For the actions he took to try to constrain the coronavirus. (laughs) 
he must have put out a mask mandate or something. He was censured. The Texas Republican Party has actually adopted a slogan. You know what the slogan is? We are the storm. Do you know what that is? The storm is something that QAnon is eagerly awaiting, sort of like the second coming. Oregon Republicans insist that that thing that happened at the Capitol on January 6th was a left-wing operation made to look made made to make Americans look bad. Americans, excuse me, Republicans. So, who is the Republican Party now? And we have to be very clear about this. There are no moderates. And the few that maybe remain, as I said, will be taken out. And as the party becomes welcoming to more and more Marjorie Taylor Greens and Lauren Boberts and Paul Gosars and Andy Biggs, fascists, it will become a fascist party. And it's not just the fascism, it's the insanity. It's the insanity of them. The refusal to acknowledge reality. The willingness to take a total lie and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it till they actually, I think, do believe it. My God, it wouldn't take much. These are the people who believe that what uh, the Dalai Lama and Tom Hanks uh, drink children's blood. I don't know. This QAnon stuff is so crazy, so insane. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, the future Republican star, according to Donald Trump, believes it. She believes that the California wildfires were caused by Jews. No, not Jews with a box of matches and some accelerant. No, she believes that a space laser controlled by powerful Jews caused the fire. She'll be on the education committee. She believes that Democrats are pedophiles. So anybody who's like whistling past the graveyard now, thinking that we are, we, the still somewhat sane ones, are in a position of power Better know, yes, we have more power than we had, but our power is so thin given of how the Republicans play. And it is a game to them, and they're good at it. So I just want to tamp down people's feeling that, all righty, now we're moving in the right direction. I want you to just look ahead. Look ahead not much more than a year from now when the races for these congressional seats and some of the Senate seats will start. And I want you to understand that unless we get every bit as much involved in terms of voter turnout as we were, as organized 
and as passionate as we were, we could very well lose power. Not to even mention that it is a tradition, practically, that the party that wins the White House gets gets trounced in the first midterm election after that win. I don't know what we do. I asked my brother the other day, what do you think? You, is it possible to have a country if as many as a third of the population is, frankly, suffering from some kind of unbelievable mass psychosis, <laughs> is under the sway of propagandists who swallow and believe everything they're told and often what they're told are just flat out lies? Is it possible to have a democracy, a functioning democracy, if that's the case? My brother's a more, more of a pessimist than I, and he said, no, it's over. Remember the Wisconsin pharmacist who destroyed some of those uh, vials of vaccine? Got, arrest, got found out, got arrested, thank God. You know what he believes? First of all, he believes there were microchips in the vaccine. Sinister forces trying to chip all of us, I guess. This is a pharmacist. Seemingly a man of science. A man who had to have, yeah, taken a lot of science courses. <laughs> and then, you know what else he believes? God, I read this today and I couldn't, hadn't heard this one before. He believes that the sky is not what you think it is. The sky is a shield that has been put up by government to keep us from seeing God. Crazy people. Do you recall, um, it had to have been about a year ago or so, two years ago, uh, there was a story about this, these brothers, there was a bunch of brothers, a family with like six boys, one of whom was running for Congress. And the other brothers actually ran ads saying, don't vote for him. He's crazy. Don't vote for him. He is dangerous. He is a hater and an extremist. You remember that? That was 2018. I remember thinking, wow, geez. Imagine that family dinner table. I thought it was a little overboard. Well, they were right, the brothers. And they were right to have tried to keep him out of office, but he won. And he is Paul Gosar, now a congressman from Arizona. He is so far out there. And he has been credited with being one of the, well, masterminds of what happened on January 6th. His brothers are now saying, we told you, we tried to tell you. The other possible mastermind in Congress, think of all these people in Congress. Think of the fact that Nancy Pelosi and others in Congress are actually scared that fellow members of Congress might shoot them. 
Another one is Andy Biggs. This is the guy who sat through a, a big Oath Keepers uh, rally where they called for hanging still alive Senator John McCain. He didn't say, that's terrible, you shouldn't say that. No, he was part of the group. So he believes in the execution of duly elected senators and congressmen. And just like Gosar's family, I didn't know this was true, his two brothers <laughs> have publicly come out against him. And they have said he is, he does bear responsibility for what happened on January 6th. Now, these two Congress people are both from the state of Arizona. Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, hails from Georgia, a state that amazingly, amazingly gave us control of the Senate. <laughs> Go figure. Hell, she's from northern Georgia. That's a different thing. But the Georgia legislature, controlled by the Republican proto-fascist party and lunatic party, are already actively working to subvert the next vote through what Republicans have always done, and that is voter suppression aimed at minorities and urban areas. The same as, as I, I want to... I don't know. What are we going to do here in Pennsylvania? What are we going to do with these people here? It is absolutely clear. This, according to the um, New York Times the other day, in the week since the November 3rd election, Republicans in Pennsylvania have made loyalty to the defeated ex-president the sole organizing principle of the party. What does that mean? They're not for anything except fealty to him. They're all in. They're even very excited about the fact that there are rumors that Donald Trump Jr., who went to school in Pennsylvania, just might run for Toomey's seat. And the Times goes on to talk about how amazing it is the Republican Party was once the party of moderate Republican figures. Tom Ridge, John Hines, Alan Specter. <laughs> Man. Ridge doesn't want anything to do with them, and the other two are happily dead. So, I don't know where we're uh, going to be going here. You know, even in Georgia and in Arizona, top Republican officials, as you know, I mean, look at Georgia. We saw those profiles and courage from rock ribbed Republican office holders, Secretary of State, the guy who headed the, uh, the um, election, taking on Trump, not withering when he just kept at him and kept at him and threatened him, hanging in there because they knew the vote was true. So even in Georgia, the Republican Party there had these honorable people in it who held tough. Even in Arizona, 
you had people at the top when their votes went to Biden who said the vote is correct. You might not like it, but that was the most secure election we've ever had. That is not what happened in Pennsylvania. Not by a long shot. So we are sitting in a state that probably has one of the most deranged, totally Trumpian Republican parties in the country. My God, every Republican congressman but one voted to not accept our votes. A majority of Republicans in the General Assembly I mean, starting back in December, we're urging that delegation to reject our votes. The same votes that they were quite willing to take when they were elected with them. And listen to this. The majority leader of the state Senate here obviously a Republican. Her name is Kim Ward. And listen to what she said. She said that because the pressure from their voters and from the grassroots were so, so fervid and incessant to say, that Pennsylvania's vote was bogus. She signed on to the effort that's pushed the lie. And she said this last month. She said, if I had refused to sign on, quote, I'd get my house bombed tonight. Well, there it is. There are true believers, and then there are people who don't want to see their children blown to bits. So they go along. And that is your, not only Pennsylvania Republican Party, but it is the leadership of your Pennsylvania Republican Party. And here, where I sit in Western PA, we send some of the most repellent Republicans to both Washington and Harrisburg. What can we do? Because the people who vote for them are totally behind this insanity of Trump, the big lies, the hate, the victimization held in thrall by Fox News, Rush Limbaugh, blah, 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 all of them. Wow. So I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, yes, I did, to rain on anyone's parade here. But I need you and I need me to constantly bear in mind that we are in grave trouble. Seriously. Grave trouble. Again, don't buy that the Republicans are in a state of disarray. No, they're not. They're more united than the Democrats.
Now, they might be united in not only mass psychosis, but also terror. They're afraid of the base they created. They're afraid of Donald Trump, and they don't have the courage to even remember if they had any convictions other than their own survival. So I just got to say, let's be open-eyed, clear-eyed about where we stand now. Henry writes, as much as I am distraught by what I'm seeing with the Republicans, I am also fascinated. How does someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene come to believe in Jewish space lasers? How does a Wisconsin pharmacist come to believe that there are microchips in the vaccine and and the sky is just there to keep us from seeing God, I might add. Someday, maybe you could have a psychologist on who can explain this. Well, I think there's a lot being written now about this kind of sort of mass delusional, uh, yeah, it is. It's like they're, It's like we have a nation of, of, you know, just willingly, this is what brainwashing is. This is what brainwashing is. And, you know, the Nazis knew it, too. You know, the big lie. If you're going to lie, lie audaciously. Little lies, they don't do anything. But a big lie repeated over and over again. Those who are hearing it are eventually going to say, but why would they keep saying that over and over again? It seems so extraordinary, but... They wouldn't say that if it weren't true. It's too crazy not to be true. It's too crazy not to be true. And Henry says, why? Why have such a large percentage of our population come to believe this stuff? I now have six ultra-conservative news channels on my cable lineup. I blame them for starters. Hey, here's an idea. How about all us Democrats drop our cable until the cable companies uh, stop making Fox News and some of these other purveyors of of this anti-democratic, proto-fascistic crap um, part of the package I have to pay for? I should not have to, you know, my regular, if you get a, like the, one of the more basic things, right? Fox news is on it. I consider Fox news a clear and present danger to the survival of our nation. I don't want to, with my dollars, underwrite that. It's just an idea. Uh, I see there's a caller there. Let me get a few more emails in, guys, and then I'll be right with you on the phone. Um, Roger says, if these Republicans are in fear for their lives, why don't they just resign? Take a stand or quit? What chicken shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they are cowards. And I, I, you know, granted, if you really do, and it's true, if you really think that the people who are threatening you are quite willing to carry out their threats, and anyone who thought not saw that it was true on January 6th, yeah, that could make someone, someone's knees buckle. Susan writes, today's Republican Party is as if the John Birch Society and the National Enquirer had a baby. Yeah. It's that crazy. Yeah. And she writes, my husband, who is a Ronald Reagan Republican, finally left the party. January 6th was the last straw. Even though he'd been voting straight Democrat for the last four years. Well, 
God bless them. Good. That's good. God almighty. All right. Caller. Hey, go ahead. Hey, Lynn, it's Mike. Hi, Mike. We don't need sociologists and therapists to explain where they get these crazy thoughts. They're plot points of movies. The Truman Show was about yeah. God. You know what? I was thinking of The Truman Show the other day, too. Exactly. It's as if they, this is where media literacy comes in. It's as if these people cannot make distinction between you know, drama and uh, reality or between news and, um, and, and entertainment. They, they, it's all the same to them. And, and they behave as if they're in some kind of, yeah, it's like a, a bad movie or a bad cartoon. They're acting, yes, like that. And Star Trek has the nanoprobes of this computer that's put into your bloodstream for blah, blah, blah. So they're not creative. They're not even that crazy. They just watch too much TV and too many movies. And I have heard sociologists talk about this. And they said that the reason that people come up with these theories is because the truth is so, they feel so powerless over the reality. It's so frightening. Right, exactly. And this has always been the case, I think, for Republicans. They don't like change. And when change is coming as rapidly as it does now, it is unsettling to everybody. There's no doubt about it, driven by technology. And, and I, I think it's amazing, though, that they are willing, rather than deal with the reality, they're willing to what? Give up their sanity? Give up their ability to think? Well, thinking takes effort. I don't want to have to think critically. I want everything to be handed to me when I go through a drive through McDonald's. It's that simple. People want their lives to be easy. People don't want to have to think critically. It's just, you know, I, I think that's it. And it's the same tropes as before with the Jews ruling the world. And with the pedophile thing, that's what Anita Bryant said about the gays in the 70s. So instead of tarnishing just a minority now, they're lumping those old tropes on the entire Democratic Party. And don't and think it, that they're not recycling those on purpose. They're, they worked before, and they're hoping yeah. they'll work again. Well, the Jew thing always works, so of course that's going to be. And uh, yeah, these things work. They know this absurdity works. Right. Because people, there's so many just craven fools out there just ripe for the picking and the thing is as we keep pointing out it's not that they're not educated i mean like the pharmacist he went, he had more education than i have i was um complaining about the holy polloi once to a coworker, and you know how, how ill-informed they are and how can they believe this stuff and he said stop right there how many newspapers do you read in a day i said three or so and he's like, those people have three jobs and three kids and eat horrible food. They don't have time or the energy or the willingness to do the data searching that you're doing. So that's, there's a part of that, too. No, but that's a lot of bullshit, too. You could say the same for a lot of, let's say, urban, poor, Democratic voters, right? Right? Who are working three jobs and you know, barely making it. And they don't, they don't go off the deep end. I just, I, I, you know, it's amazing how quick we are to try to explain away the craziness of white people. (laughs) Right. 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 Let's do a million stories on it. Right. Here's one guy who tweeted, Really, all of this is confirmation that a big slice of our society has become a bunch of narcissistic, grandiose, arrested development hoopleheads incapable of any measure of self-control. They're just acting out. Yep. 
how much of this is generational, do you think? Oh, I don't know that it's generational because you see you see baby boomers in his, in the crowd and you see young people in the crowd. The one thing that it is is racial. It's white. Right. Right? And it's a lot of women too. It's white men and women. Jeez. All right. Well, thank you. I have another caller. Keep up, okay. Keep up with your fight. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. feel like I'm shadow boxing. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi. Go ahead, caller. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, hey, another reason, too, is you get these people that they're two-issue people at guns and abortion. And yeah. And then yeah. they hate us so bad. They hate us, like we hate the Republicans. They'll, they don't give a shit. Some crazy bastard got an org next to his name. They will vote for them every time because they hate the liberal Democrats. And that's that is true. There's a whole bunch. And I remember my brother did argue this point years ago, that their contempt for the elite, the the liberals, the the people who they know look down on them, is so is so huge that they are willing. Obviously, they're willing to take themselves down if the if they take the Democrats down too. Right, and I'm trying to stay optimistic on it. I listened to that Steve Schmidt used to be a former. Republican strategist. He seems to think that these people will be weeded out and I don't. back to a normal, to somewhat normal Republican. Which the people I who are being weeded out, yeah, are there only are there moderates? It, uh, I mean, the ten moderates you can find in the whole party, they're the ones who are going to be weeded out. No, this is full on. The Republican Party is going to be full on QAnon. You know, the thing that really gets me is when they say, well, the Republican Party's never been this racist. They've always been a racist. Come on. They act like you just, this just happened overnight that they got this crazy about black. And no, what do they think the Southern strategy was? It was used by, by uh, I mean, my God, Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon. I mean, you name it. That's been their strategy. Yeah. It, Jeez. It just got maybe worse. I don't know. Their deep was covered up more. I don't know. People don't want to uh, believe it. People don't yeah. want to. Um, acknowledge and yeah, white America has really just dug in about acknowledging the reality of the racism in this country. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it, it is terrible. Yes, it is yeah. terrible. Okay. Bye. 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 Um, Brooks says you make a good point. Why should we pay Verizon or Comcast for these channels? that spread this, these lies. Seriously. As you said, these channels are a clear and present danger. So my point is this, if Twitter and Facebook are shutting down accounts that prove to be a threat, then Verizon and Comcast need to do the same. Yeah. Well, that would require a very organized effort to which millions upon millions of subscribers would have to be party to. And a lot of people, when push comes to shove, will say, but you mean I'd have to give up my... But I really think if you could build, and I don't know who does this kind of thing. I'm not a builder. I'm just a... I'm a blabber. If someone could start to build this kind of a... Uh, a movement to knock Fox off the lower. You have to pay. You want to see Fox? You got to pay extra. You want to watch this purveyor of 
of just flat out lunatic lies. It is, in fact, Fox News is a, the most powerful propaganda arm of the Republican Party. And as I just said, the Republican Party is not your father's Republican Party. The Republican Party is now an authoritarian, proto-fascist, full-on white nationalist party. It is a clear and present danger. It shouldn't be available at all. But if you believe in, yes, a marketplace of ideas, fine. But that should cost you. you want, it's like if you want to buy porn, you might have to, you know, I guess, I don't know, I never have. You have to pay more, right? Well, you should have to pay more for that because it's worse than porn. Worse. Have another call. Go ahead, please. Hey, Lynn. Good morning to you, such as Hi. it may be. Uh, it's a good morning. It's I, beautiful. I, I have to agree with you that it, there seems to be no end to, to how far the so-called liberal media is willing to go to excuse the, the perfidies and absurdities of, frankly, what now seems to be a majority of white people. Uh, especially working class white people, uh, they they I, never give that sort of indulgence to to minority groups. No, no. I mean, it, it, you know what what does astound? Well, first of all, what all, I I agree with you that this isn't simply confined to people who are struggling economically. I mean, you mentioned the example of the pharmacist. You know, uh, anyone who's a pharmacist has uh, I think at least four more years of formal education than I do. Yeah, uh, me too. You think Marjorie but, Taylor Greene is like, uh, is, you know, is struggling uh, to to feed her herself and uh, you know juggling food stamps and a number? No, these people and we saw they're they're they own small businesses. They're 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 doctors. There's lawyers. They're police officers. Republican politicians. Yes, exactly. Who make good money. Yeah. They're car dealership owners, a la Mike Kelly. They're, yeah. Yeah. And, Let's get rid know, of this idea that they're a bunch of, you know, poor rubes who got done in by global capitalism. And let's be clear about one thing. A lot of this is bought into because the people want to buy into it. It reinforces their their desire to have the world be as they want it to be and to demonize their political opposition. I mean, nothing about QAnon makes the slightest bit of goddamn sense. None of it. I, I'm sorry, but when I was 12 years old, I could I could see through that nonsense. You know, so <laughs> Donald Trump was put into place by the military to defeat this cabal of Satan-worshipping, cannibalistic pedophiles. But rather than take immediate action, you know, he had to wait uh, until the moment was right and then unleash, quote, the storm, unquote. It, it was more Yeah, but it doesn't even matter that what he, they said would happen didn't. They right. said he right. would have a, it. That doesn't even matter. Look, look, it's sort I'm of like sorry. these guys. You know what? It just reminded me of, you know, all these these like crazed, you know, uh, minister types, you know, to predict the end of the world on a certain date and then it doesn't come. And they never seem shamefaced about it. They just come up with another look, date. Look, 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 I'm sorry, but evangelicals are primed for this. They're primed for this because they're primed to accept a worldview that isn't yeah. based on logic. And wow. this just dovetails. There are evangelicals and fundamentalists who kept predicting that Donald Trump would win the second term. And then they kept predicting that the election results would be overturned. And they're still living in, in unreality that somehow he's going to be restored to office. And before I go, <laughs> I, I just have to say one, one last thing. The GOP's 
refusal after after their own Congress people, their own senators, okay, were threatened with violence. Yeah. The vice president was threatened with lynching. Yes. With being lynched. A yeah. gallows was constructed outside the, yeah. the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to confront the question of Donald Trump's guilt. So, you know, uh, facilitate, facilitated by uh, Rando Paul, uh, they want to skirt the issue by now saying that they just don't believe it's constitutional to hold a trial at this point since Donald Trump is no longer in office. How, how, I won't even call them cowardly. Calling them cowardly is an insult to every craven who fled a battlefield out of genuine fear of life and limb. <laughs> Calling them spineless is an insult to invertebrates. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to be an insult to the spineless. <laughs> That's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. That would, Thank that would you. bring shame onto jellyfish. Yes. So I don't know what I don't know what term we have to coin. It's, yeah. it's beyond my verbal capacity. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Okay, you too. I just want to bring in a few other little things here. You know, I'm a inveterate reader of the obituaries, and I got to tell you, that's become much more of a job these days because the obits are so many. (laughs) My gosh. I mean, I've never seen obituary pages that you scroll and scroll and scroll and the dead just keep coming and coming. And one of the things I've noticed, and I'm sure I must have mentioned this before, is generally there are people in their older years. And the other largest group that you see are people in their 20s. And there's a lot of people in their 20s, a lot, young men, young women. And I'm not saying that they all, but I'm, I'm assuming, I've been assuming that these are drug overdoses. And... Um, because if they're not, they the obit usually says something after a long battle with cancer or something. And you know the fact, you know, twenty-two year olds don't just drop dead. Generally, and there's so many. And then uh, public source here did a piece, and it turns out that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have confirmed that there is a widespread throughout the country spike in overdoses in the United States that goes exactly with the pandemic. Um, In a 12 month period ending in May, okay, so this takes in some of the pandemic period, More than 81,000 Americans died of drug overdoses. That is the highest number ever in a one-year period. So even at the height, height, height of the opioid crisis where we came to know about it, that many people didn't die as are dying now. And it is mentioned that Allegheny County where the count is always delayed by sometimes months and months and months, the only information they had is there have already been 492 opioid deaths. I don't know what the death toll in Allegheny County is from COVID at this point, but the death toll from opioids overdose were 492 in 2020, and it's not a full count. So that will probably be well over 500, and that 492 is more than all of 2018. 
So I just want you to to note that that is an undercovered story. But anybody who, like me, reads the obits knows, has seen it, has wondered and remarked about it, and and wondered why more people weren't talking about it. And I want to just one more get in here about the vaccine effort here in Pennsylvania, which I find appallingly messed up. I'm worrying this could cost, uh, you know, this could cost Democrats the governorship. Okay. This is screwed up. Uh, Pennsylvania now, and Wolf acknowledges it, the governor acknowledges it, that uh, they're starting to look at what other states are doing because the way we're doing it is ridiculous. And um, the way Pennsylvania chose to do it is in a very decentralized manner, which is exactly what Trump did. How would they do the same thing? Just not take control of it and instead give it to like a little dinky pharmacy here and a, and a bunch of a hospital over there and, a, and, and, and say, you figure it out. When none of these people have the capacity to do that. So Wolf is now saying, uh, well, maybe we'll do a more centralized uh, method uh, if evidence uh, emerges to support it. I got news for you, Governor. Evidence has emerged to support it. It certainly is not working too well here. We are not in the vanguard here. And then I saw this interesting fact. This is what I want to get out to you. If you tell health departments, which is what the governor, what Pennsylvania did here, we'll give Allegheny County Health Department a bunch and, you know, Crawford County, Fayette County, we'll give all these counties vaccines and tell them to figure it out. Fine. But like the feds just throwing everything at the states, it's not like they gave more funding to these entities who are not in any way prepared to do this kind of thing, to vaccinate the entire population of the county. And it turns out that the state most of us live in, Pennsylvania, spends next to nothing on public health, on your health. Next to nothing. In fact, if you look at what states, all the states spend on individuals, public health, (coughs) excuse me, there are only six states that spend less than Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're keeping company with uh, Louisiana and Tennessee. Pennsylvania spends $39 per person annually for public health. So that would take in funding for all these clinics, all this other stuff that they do. 39 bucks. And we're now seeing what 39 bucks a person gets you. It gets you the chaos that is trying to get a vaccination in Pennsylvania. And just so you have some sense, Pennsylvania, $39 is what they spend per Pennsylvanian on public health. Delaware, $263 per person. Alaska, 220. Vermont, 229. Hawaii, 212. What? Are people in Delaware, Vermont, Hawaii, and Alaska, are they somehow, uh, what? They get sicker more? (coughs) And stop and think about it. We have this incredibly old population. We 
underfund the most basic needs, public health, public education. This state is abysmal. And need I remind you, it is run by Republicans. Even Georgia, for God's sake, spends $110 per person. Alabama, 109 We are the lowest of the low. The lowest is Louisiana at $32. Well, wonderful. We're 39 Keep electing these yahoos. Keep electing them. Keep paying no attention to what's going on in Harrisburg. And you'll see, it results in, I hate to tell you this, death. Needless death. And on that happy note, Barbara sent me a picture of pandas playing in the snow. I saw it before. It's so cute. They're sliding down the, uh, it's so cute. As I said, if you don't think snow is wonderful, look at a dog or a kid in it. And for that matter, matter, uh, matter, a panda. I'm having trouble talking. Okay. All righty, guys. I want you to know my dog was here through the whole thing and didn't cause any trouble. So good job, Blue. Talk at you tomorrow. My sister will be joining us. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.